Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio, episode 77. So today I am super stoked to have more of like a chill episode with you guys. I feel like, I don't know, lately I've been kind of in like a very weird mood. I feel like the Libra season has been interesting for me as a Pisces. I was reading something in Elite Daily. I like to read their... Uh, Zodiac articles a lot because I feel like they often speak to me. So it was telling me that for Pisces, with the sun being in Libra, it ignites our shadowy eighth house of fear, intimacy, transformation, and psychological experiences. And when I read that, I was like, no wonder I've been feeling so weird lately and I'm excited to just kind of dive into everything with you guys today. Today's episode is going to be an updates on what's been going on in my life, what I've been kind of attracted to lately, what I've been learning and I didn't really plan like a super structured episode because I just felt like I wanted a bit more of a free flow conversation with you guys and I think that's kind of like the main topic I want to share with you is how to get in flow with the universe, how to go with the flow. And I feel like that's been a reoccurring thought in my mind lately, just how to get into the flow of the universe and allow things to happen the way that they're supposed to happen without me trying to control everything. So let's just dive into it. I think the first thing I want to talk about is this weird feeling that I've been having since Libra season has started. So I've mentioned to you guys so much about how this year I'm just going through a ton of mental and physical healing. I'm going through all my health issues, including histamine intolerance, hormonal imbalance, candida, adrenal fatigue, which leads to like insomnia and feeling anxiety, um, just a bunch of things going on in my health, and I really feel like it's for a reason. I personally can see that it's because I was holding on to so much stress for so many years, basically like all the past years of my life, including the time I was in a very toxic relationship for 13 years, and that definitely you know, I had a lot of stress from that. And after leaving that relationship, I found that it triggered a lot of my childhood traumas to come to my attention. And I've talked to you guys so much about just certain events and things that I've been doing to heal from these traumas. So for the last like, 
Hmm, let's see, like maybe like a few weeks ago, like a month ago, I was actually starting to feel a lot better from my health issues. I was sleeping a lot better. I felt like I didn't have to be so like picky about what I'm eating because of the whole histamine intolerance thing. A lot of foods trigger me. So a lot of foods like spinach, tomato, bananas, uh, what else is there? Like a ton of sauces, like sulfates, MSG, nitrates and things like that just so many things like fermented foods yogurt kombucha literally like so many things that are you know supposed to be healthy for you were triggering me a lot because of the histamine intolerance and for the last like month I was starting to feel a lot better I was like yes this is awesome but then like Libra season hits and just a few weeks ago I started not having good sleep again and the, the insomnia is, is a bit frustrating sometimes because it can take me a long time to fall asleep at night and I will wake up like multiple times in the middle of the night like just last night I literally woke up like every two three hours and and that's like very frustrating for me especially if it's on a work night where I have to like wake up early the next morning but I chose to reflect and I was like, why am I feeling this way? Because there must be some more healing that I need to do. And even though I'm feeling a bit low, I would say that it's not as low as before, you know? Like the journey to healing is not linear, but I would say the general direction is still going up. We're still going in a positive direction. So I definitely don't feel as low as before. And just, I think it was maybe a week or two ago, I had this nightmare where my ex was in it. And since the breakup, I've actually had multiple nightmares that have included my ex in it. And I know that's like a sign of me needing to heal from it and just release, forgive and continue that journey. And for a few weeks, I hadn't had a nightmare about him for a while. And then I had one that this was like last week or two weeks ago. And I was like, what is going on? It just reminded me of this feeling, this negative feeling that I would often have in that relationship where he would say that I wasn't focusing on the relationship enough. Like I wasn't caring for him enough and being very selfish and only focusing on myself. So that was like a, a reoccurring feeling that I often had in that toxic relationship and I was just reminded of it in that nightmare and I started feeling like really angry again and I realized like I was still holding on to a lot of anger in that relationship even though I have already released a lot of it through like journaling meditation just reading different books learning from different authors and I'm going to share a little bit more with you guys I'm currently reading the Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a bit, but first I want to get through this nightmare issue. So after that, I was also talking to one of my girlfriends and I feel like a lot of my girlfriends right now are kind of in the similar season as me, just healing from our traumas and trying to improve ourselves and just on the self-development journey. So I was talking to one of my girlfriends and she sent this article to me about how to heal from like your past traumas, how to get over PTSD. And one of the activities was to write a letter to the person who hurt you, just to acknowledge all your feelings, just to literally get all your feelings out there. And you can like rip up the letter after, burn it. I'm, I'm probably, I'm 
planning to have a ceremony with my best friend, Clara, where we're just going to burn our letters. So in a bit, we'll probably do that. So I just wrote this letter and it was actually so healing for me. It was just like nice to get my my thoughts out there. And it was like a really funny, almost like, yeah, it was a funny letter because most of it is like me like swearing at him being like, you are a piece of shit, literally like saying all that stuff. And I just allowed myself to feel those feelings because I feel like a lot of the times we like, suppress these feelings and that's exactly how emotions get trapped in our bodies like I've talked to you guys about the book the emotion code which is a method where you release trapped emotions from your body using a magnet it's helped me so much I still practice the method today and I actually did some of it today for myself and my boyfriend and I have practiced it on my girlfriend before and she like instantly felt like the knot in her stomach left after I did it on her and I was like wow this stuff is crazy and I truly believe that it works so if you guys are looking for a method to heal from your past traumas highly recommend checking out the emotion code so yeah after writing that letter I felt a lot better I felt like I could release so many things and I forgave him and it's like a constant practice you know when someone hurts you you might have to forgive them multiple times before you truly release it and I don't want to hold on to this anger you know forgiving the person that hurt me is something I do for myself you know it doesn't mean that whatever the other person did was correct but you're like choosing not to let it affect yourself anymore so that's something I kind of went through last week and I felt like that was another step in my healing. Like, I definitely feel like I'm leveling up in my healing journey because my, you know, the insomnia was coming back. I feel like my histamine intolerance has been acting up this week, even though I haven't felt it much. So I'm just being open to what the universe has to show me. I feel like that's what I've learned. Like, I'll say a prayer. I'll be like, please show me what else I need to know to heal. And I feel like every time the universe comes through. So another another thing that happened that was really crazy. So last week I was having so much trouble sleeping. And one day I woke up and I was like, okay. I was planning to go to the office that day. But I was like, I am not feeling well today. My sleep was horrible. I think it was actually that night I had the nightmare. And then I was like, okay, I am not going to work today. So I told my boss I'm working from home. And... I was still like lying in bed and Clara, my best friend and my roommate, she randomly messaged me and she's like, do you want to go eat? Do you want to go have bubble waffle? <laughs> if you guys are in Richmond or Vancouver or in this area, you'll probably know that restaurant. It's like an Asian restaurant where you can pick your own noodles and get bubble waffle. It's, it's awesome. We go there a lot. So she's like, do you want to go get bubble waffle? And I'm like, sure. So we go out, eat, and we just have this conversation that literally shifts my energy. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed. Like, this is the universe speaking to me right now. So Clara said that she felt that she had a message to tell me. And she she was telling me this for like a couple of days already, but she kind of like forgot what the message was. So by the time we sat down to eat that day, she was like, oh my God, I remember what I was supposed to tell you. So she mentioned to me that my current boyfriend, Sean, 
which I've talked to you guys a lot about my current relationship, how I manifested my dream man. If you guys want to listen to that, go check out the previous episodes. I talk a lot about how this relationship came to be, especially in episode, you can check out episode 70, which is 15 signs of a healthy relationship. So she was telling me that she noticed every time that I'm going out with Sean, like to... I don't know, just going out like for dinner or planning a date or something, I tend to feel sick. And she's like, that's like very interesting because there must be something there. There must be something there that I need to heal, that I need to tell him, that I need to talk to him about or something. And I felt like when she said that, I was like, that is so true. Like I I had already noticed it in the back of my mind, but I didn't really acknowledge it. Like I was like, oh, like it's probably nothing, you know, like, I just didn't think anything of it. And I feel like through having that conversation, it taught me how to listen to my intuition more. Like being a Pisces sun, I am I'm very intuitive, but sometimes I feel like I don't practice listening to my intuition. So she told me that and I was like, I noticed that because I remember like a few months ago in August, it was his birthday. And that night we were going out for dinner and I was just having like the worst headache that entire day. And that's kind of when I first noticed that I was feeling sick whenever we were going out. And like, it's been the pandemic, you know, we've been staying home a lot. And because I haven't been feeling well, we haven't been going out on dates a lot. But lately, I've been feeling a bit better. And you know, I I do want to spend more time with him, like doing things, doing activities outside. But recently like we were having another dinner like I think a few weeks ago and I was feeling sick again that day and so Clara noticed this and then we were just like what is it and then we were just chatting more having conversation and we came to one conclusion which totally shifted my energy she just felt like my energy shift right away I became like I just lit up after finding this out So one thing is that I feel like me and Sean work together really well, like on creative projects. A few months ago when the pandemic first started, we started a TikTok channel together just for fun because we had nothing to do. That was like right when lockdown started and we were spending every day together. And we created this TikTok channel and we would make these like funny like couple videos and it was so much fun. Like we just worked together so well and we stopped doing that after you know we started going to work again and we just stopped doing that and it's always been in the back of my mind I'm like I I feel like me and Sean work together so well and I would love to do a creative project with him like I don't know what it is like but I just want to create more things with him and I had this thought in the back of my mind already but I wasn't really acknowledging it I was like oh okay maybe like it's not the right timing yet. Like, I'll just do it later with him, like, when the time is right. But when Clara brought it up to my attention, it was probably, like, a blockage that I was feeling. I was feeling, like, why am I not doing the things that I enjoy? And both me and Sean know that we work so well together. Why are we not doing this? So that was, like, one energy shift. And I talked to him about that, and I realized that it was very timely that I had that realization in that conversation with Clara because I was also reminded of memories of working together with my ex. 
because when I was in that toxic relationship, me and my ex often tried to work on different projects together, but it was very difficult because our ways of working, our styles of working were just so different. And it was very like angering for me because I often like tried different methods and to work together with him and it was just very frustrating for me. So I think I was pushing away the thought of working together with Sean because I was scared of our relationship turning into how my toxic one was previously. So I acknowledged that and I talked to Sean about it that night that I wrote that like releasing hate letter to my ex and I honestly felt a lot better after I processed that myself and it was interesting because I've had a lot of moments where I've had PTSD reminders of my ex and I'll often be like crying about it to Sean and just like really upset about it but this time when I was talking to him I actually like I was still upset I had some anger I was releasing but I found that I wasn't as like frazzled as I used to be or I wasn't having a major breakdown where I'm like sobbing and crying like I did cry a little bit but it wasn't as much as before and that's when I knew that I'm leveling up in my healing so that was kind of nice to see and I'm kind of figuring out what kind of side creative projects I want to do with Sean right now but I think I will feel a lot better once we start doing that because you know like I think both me and Clara have been talking about this about how sometimes we feel so unaligned because we aren't doing the things that we enjoy we aren't doing the things that are getting us closer to our goals and we're focusing on things that we might think are practical so we're doing those things first or putting those things as our priority when we should really be doing things that bring us joy we should be doing things that make us feel good and this is exactly what Gabby Bernstein talks about in her book, The Super Attractor. Or it's not The Super Attractor, it's Super Attractor without the the. And for some reason, I was just very called to pick up this book. And I've, no, I've read Gabby Bernstein's other book, The Universe Has Your Back, which I love. It's, it helped me so much. And Clara already had The Super Attractor, but I wanted to get my own. And... I felt like when I opened the book, I knew that it was exactly what I needed at this moment. And it's just so interesting that when you are open, the universe will give you what you need, like exactly. And I just feel like I relate to so much of, she, of what she is saying in this book. And I, I've only started it, but I feel like every time I pick it up to read, it's so hard for me to put it down because I literally want to finish it. And I'm probably going to read it like after I finish this podcast with you guys. So a few things I wanted to touch on. So she talks about how some of us can be what she calls manic manifestors. So manic manifesting could be something like you're doing everything. You're like a very spiritual person. So you're praying, you're meditating, you're doing positive affirmations. But for some reason, what you want is just not happening. So she says this is because we're just, you know, as the name says, manic manifesting. And we're trying to get instead of receive. 
But what we really need to do is to surrender to the universe. And I feel like there's definitely been times in my life where I've been a manic manifester. Another thing that really spoke to me in the book was, are you a pusher? So pushers are people who try to push and control their goals in order to feel safe. And they feel like if they don't put in the work, then nothing is going to happen. And I have definitely been that person before. Like, I used to never like asking for help. And even now I'm like really learning that I can ask for help and say no to things and just really set my boundaries. I've talked to you guys about like setting healthy boundaries in the workplace. That was episode 71 if you guys want to check that out. So those two things really, really spoke to me and so much more. So another thing is that Gabby had an example of how when you surrender to the universe and things just fall into place and things just happen in a positive way for you. She had an example that she does this, I think, annual competition and she would get like first place in this competition even though she wasn't like trying to get first place, like she wasn't competing. And the the lady who got second place reached out to her and was like, I love you, Gabby, but I'm just like, what did she say? I love you, Gabby, but I don't know why I keep getting second place. Like, I'm so competitive. And Gabby replied to her and just said that she got first place because she wasn't competing. And I feel like that is such a good example because I have had stuff like that happen in my life. I found that when I surrender, when I let go of control of the outcome, then I truly get what I want or I truly get the positive outcome. For example, like this is a really old example, but a very early one. So this is before I was even very like into all the spiritual stuff or like this is before I knew about meditation and things like that. So when I was in high school, we would have awards night and I remember every single year I really wanted the top all round award, but it was something I didn't really admit to anyone or anything like that, but it was just something that I really wanted in every single grade. I would really want that award and then feel like a bit disappointed when I didn't get it. And then comes my last year of high school in grade 12. I wasn't even thinking about the award the whole year because I kind of like almost given up on getting it, I would say, or it just wasn't at the top of my mind. And then when they called the winner of the award, it was me. And I was honestly so surprised. Like I was very, very shocked because I was not expecting it. I wasn't even working towards this award and I received it. So that was a very prominent example that I can remember in my mind when I really let go of control that just fell into place. And a closer example, like a more recent one I can say is manifesting my dream relationship with my boyfriend. I feel like that really happened when I let go of control and when I wasn't even thinking about it. I'll give you guys a little brief background here because I know I talk about manifesting my dream relationship a lot in ton of my episodes. So if you guys want to hear more about it, go back, look for a relationship episode, check that out. But just to go over it briefly here. So after getting out of my toxic relationship, I was dating around and I had the worst heartbreak of my life because after that breakup, I met this boy and he literally broke my heart so hard and we weren't even a dating, like we weren't even in a relationship. 
So we were seeing each other for a couple months and it just didn't work out and it ended very, very poorly. I talk about that in like episode 69 and episode 70. So if you guys want to hear more about the juicy details, you can go and listen to those episodes. So I was really trying to control the situation after that relationship was ending or it wasn't even a relationship like me seeing the sky. So after things didn't work out, I was so hung up on it. And I truly like at that time, I still felt like I wanted to be with him. And I was like, even if it's not now, like maybe in the future, I don't know. I just, I realized it was because I had a trauma bond with him, but I was trying to control the situation so much. And I was like, I just want to be with this guy. Like, I feel like we are so good for each other. But now I know like that was the universe protecting me. And Gabby talks about this in her book, how rejection is actually guidance from the universe because something better is coming your way. And I feel like at that moment, I didn't see that. So one day I just said to the universe, I was like, okay, like I let go of control of this. I'm going to write down my manifestation list for my dream man, whether it be this guy or someone else. The right man will come for me when it's the right timing. And then I wrote out the list and then I went on a few dates after that. And lo and behold, I met my dream man like a month later. And at that time, I wasn't even really searching because I was still kind of heartbroken from that guy. And I was just going through a lot in my life. So I wasn't really looking for a new relationship. But he came into my life and he's honestly helped me heal so much and it's just been such a wonderful journey and it's it's so interesting because once I let go of control my dream man came and I've talked to you guys about how I manifested my dream job my current dream job at least who knows what I'm going to be doing in the future and I feel like that also came to me when I let go of control and I talk about that a lot in one of my previous episodes episode 66 is how I manifested my dream career so if you guys want to listen to that episode go check it out but lately I've also been thinking about my career a lot I it's just been on my mind and I think some of it is like a little bit of me being impatient or uncertain but I don't feel like this is like the end point for me like I'm very happy with where I am in my career and I and I love the company that I'm working for but I'm just kind of looking towards my future. I'm like, I have different goals, but I, I'm kind of loose about them and I'm not sure where I'm going to be headed. But I'm just reminding myself to go with the flow of the universe. And once I'm open to the flow, things will fall into place. So another thing that has been really, I've been feeling really attracted to is Vedic astrology. So you guys know I'm super into astrology. We talk about it a lot on this podcast. I love throwing in different nuggets of astrology. And for some reason, I just felt like Vedic astrology has been calling my name. And I feel like there's something for me there to learn. So I recently purchased a book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to learn all about it and hopefully share what I learned with you guys. 
but lately so I've learned about Vedic astrology maybe like a year or two ago and I felt like at that time I couldn't relate to it very much I was like oh my chart doesn't really make any sense so Vedic astrology is based on the lunar calendar so it's a little bit shifted so your signs can be like a little bit shifted usually one away from the current sign you are so in Western astrology my chart is I am a Pisces sun so sun sign is like the core of who you are I'm gonna go over like a little brief uh, explanation of each planet in case you guys are beginners here but hopefully you can stay with me so sun sign I'm a Pisces my moon sign and rising sign are in Virgo so the moon sign is how your emotions are it's usually how you are when you're very emotional like when you're angry when you're upset you'll act like your moon sign. So my moon sign is Virgo. My rising sign is also Virgo. So rising sign is how you portray yourself to other people. It's usually other people's first impression of you. So both of mine are in Virgo. And Virgo is also the opposite of Pisces, which is why I feel like I constantly have this like inner battle inside of me. And Virgos are very nitpicky. They pay attention to the details. They can be workaholics. They get stressed out easily. And I feel like this is the first year that I've really learned to tame that Virgo side of me. And I've talked to you guys about that a lot. So those are my main three in the Western astrology. And my Venus is in Pisces. So Venus is how you love and how you are in relationships. And my Mercury sign is in Aries. Mercury is how you talk, how you communicate, how you learn. Aries are very like direct to the point, a blunt, and they can be very loud. So I am loud sometimes. And what else is there? My Mars sign is in Aquarius. So Aquarius are very innovative. They're very rebellious. They like to set the trend. They don't like to be a follower. And yeah, so those are like the main signs in my Western astrology. And I felt like I, I do relate to them a lot. But lately, I've just been drawn to the Vedic astrology and especially my boyfriend. I feel like his Vedic astrology chart, I see it in him a lot more than his Western chart. So in my Vedic astrology chart, or it can also be called the sidereal chart, my son is still in Pisces. But my moon and rising are in Leo. And in the past, I would I would have thought that uh, I don't really feel like a Leo at all because I don't feel like I'm confident enough or like charismatic enough. I just didn't feel like I was a Leo. But the more that I see myself develop in life, I'm like, oh, I kind of do have those qualities. Like, I do enjoy being the center of attention. I don't mind having the spotlight on me, or I do enjoy that, actually. And I find that there's a lot of similarities between Leos and Virgos as well, because they're neighboring signs. My boyfriend, Sean, is a Leo in Western astrology, so, and he has a Virgo Venus. So I feel like we really get along that way, like our Virgo sides really understand each other. I feel like Virgo is a can be a very difficult sign because they're so critical and they're like, they can be very critical of themselves and of others. And I feel like Leos are kind of like that too. Like Leos, they, they, what, how do I describe it? Like one thing is that Leos hate being late. 
That's what I've noticed. And Virgos also hate being late. Like they like to be on time and and they like to be respected. They like to be respectful to other people. So yeah, like the more I see myself develop over the years, I do relate to that. And in Western astrology, my Chiron is in Leo. So Chiron is like your biggest challenge in life and what you need to overcome. And when you overcome it, then you can help other people around you overcome it as well. So mine being in Leo, I felt like my challenge was to be seen. Like I felt like it was hard for me to kind of share my achievements in life because I felt like I didn't want to be boastful about it or just too proud. So, but I also wanted to be recognized. So that was like a very constant struggle for me. And sometimes I still battle that today. And when I overcome it, I'm able to empower other people to like use their voice to be seen, to be recognized for what they're good at, for what they have to offer the world. So those are my big three in the Vedic astrology. And in Vedic astrology, my Mercury is in Pisces. So Mercury is how you learn, how you communicate. And I can see that too. Like I feel like because I am so Pisces, I feel like I do relate to being a Pisces a lot. I can see the Pisces in my communication styles. Like Pisces are very, how do I explain it? Like when they talk, it's kind of like they talk in parables. That's how I describe water signs in general, like Scorpio, Cancer, and Pisces. I feel like we like to talk in parables. (laughs) Well, Scorpios are a little bit more direct and more sharp, but Pisces and Cancer, I would say, we're just very poetic and it can be challenging for us to get to the point sometimes. So there is that side of me, even though in Western astrology, there is that Aries Mercury of mine. But I feel like astrology is like a combination of things. So in Western astrology, the combination of my signs I can relate to. And in Vedic astrology, the combination of my signs I can also relate to. Because even if I have a Pisces Mercury, there is that Leo side of me and Leos are a fire sign. So they're more direct. And I feel like that could balance out, you know, different sides of me and in Vedic astrology my Venus is in Aquarius so Aquarius like I said they're very innovative and rebellious I feel like whenever someone tells me I can't do something the more I will want to do it because I just want to rebel and I just want to prove to you that I'm going to do it because you said I couldn't that's a very Aquarius trait also Aquarius I feel like they don't like doing the same thing twice or they don't like you know eating the same thing twice wearing the same thing twice I I feel like there is that side of me even though I am a creature of habit I feel like that's my Pisces Virgo side where how I dress I would say is very Virgo like where where I like to wear neutrals like not anything crazy and I often like to wear similar outfits But I could see the Aquarius kind of come out in my career back in the day or in my previous jobs because I used to be a personal trainer. I've talked to you guys about that before. And when I was a personal trainer, I felt like I constantly wanted to come up with new exercises like for my clients. I was like, every time has to be like some groundbreaking new exercise. And I realized I was like, I don't need to stress stress myself out about this because 
it's okay to do the same exercises consistently. And sometimes it's even a good idea because it can provide you more consistent results. So there's an example of my Aquarius side. And in lastly, in the Vedic astrology, one more sign I'll tell you guys is my Mars is in Capricorn. So Mars is how you, it's, it's how you make decisions. It's your drive in life. It can be, um, it's a sign of, it's a planet of aggression. So Capricorn, they're a very grounded sign. They are an earth sign. So the earth signs are usually very practical, stable. They can be workaholics. They know how to work hard. The Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus are the earth signs. So I do see that side of me in my Vedic astrology, like, because Capricorn are very similar to Virgo. I would say that Virgos usually pay attention to the details a little bit more, and Capricorns tend to look at the big picture. But Leo is also a sign that pays attention to the details. Like my Leo boyfriend, I feel like he notices everything, and which I really appreciate, and he remembers it. So like I said, the Vedic astrology as a whole, like when I look at my whole chart, I'm like, okay, I can see how those signs work together. And I recently discovered this website because Clara was looking at it and she told me about it. It's called farfaraway.co. It's a very aesthetic website, actually. It's very minimal and it's all about Vedic astrology. I actually purchased a reading from the website uh, from the man who runs it. His name is, I think it's Gaurav. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but I ordered a reading from him and usually I don't like getting readings from people about these things because I kind of like to allow things to flow and I don't really want to know exactly what's coming or not even that these readings tell you exactly because they are never exact. It's more like a general idea or what could happen. But I just felt very drawn to it and I purchased a reading so he does like career readings and relationship readings. So I did both. And the career part was very confirming for me. It was good affirmation. Nothing that I hadn't really known already because I feel like I'm already very intuitive. But it was a good confirmation what he said about what I'm doing in my career. Like he could tell that I'm a very creative person and how I will like make money in life is probably through a mercurial way because I have a lot of mercury influence in my career and mercury is like the sign of communication speaking and that's probably why I love podcasting and just chatting with you guys so yeah I was just very drawn to that website I would recommend that you guys check it out if you feel like Vedic astrology is calling your name and I purchased one of the books that he recommends on his website. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And yeah, I feel like lately I've just been learning to listen to my intuition more. And I feel like that is a goal of mine lately, just to yeah be more aligned with the universe. And just the other week, or I'm still eating it right now, I cooked this very, like, intuitive meal. I got the idea from Clara. Like, she was like, you should try intuitive grocery shopping, where you just go there and kind of see what calls to you. So I went to the grocery store. I went to this uh, farmer's market. 
and I just bought a ton of root vegetables. And root vegetables, I would say, are a very grounding food, so it can help ground you if you're eating those foods. So I made this stew that had coconut milk in it, tofu puffs, broccoli, sweet potato, and taro, and I just threw it all in my instant pot and cooked it up. I've been kind of craving curry lately, or I was craving it last week, but curry is one of the foods that do trigger my histamine intolerance. So I decided to make it without curry and it tasted like really good. So yeah, that was just an interesting moment I had, thought I would share it with you guys. And I've just realized how manifesting has been a theme in my life even before I knew about it. So I wanted to share with you guys one of my earliest memories of manifesting something. So years and years ago, this is when I was like a kid. This is probably when I was like in elementary school. I went to the mall with my mom and I saw this teddy bear that I really liked. It was like one of those gifts, like gift things from those beauty counters. Like if you buy, I think a certain amount, then they give you this bear or you can bear, you can buy the bear on its own too. And I really, really wanted it. But I didn't like want to ask my mom to buy it. And I was like so young at that time. And then I was like, okay, I feel like, or I don't know how, I don't even know how I did it. I was just channeling the energy of one of my aunts giving it to me for Christmas that year. And Christmas was like many, many months later. So I was like channeling that energy and I just put the thought out there. I was like, my aunt is going to get me this bear as a gift. And I don't even know if this is like, I would say before I was a little bit of a manic manifester, but I think that time I just like really let it go and released it. And and to my surprise, when it was Christmas time, we were visiting my grandma. She lives in Alberta and all my relatives, like on my mom's side, we get together for Christmas. And I opened up my gift for my aunt and it was that bear, which... I feel like it's so crazy. Like that was the one of the earliest times I remember manifesting something and having it come true. And even little things like it's it's very strange. I feel like these examples are like nothing deep or anything. But before, like when I still lived with my parents, like this is when I was like in high school and university. I I have like um I I'm a fashion enthusiast, so I love shopping and. That probably has to do with my Taurus Midheaven. You know, my Taurus Midheaven loves luxuries. And in my Vedic chart, if I am a Leo moon, Leo rising, Leos also love fashion and luxuries. So me and my parents would often take trips, just uh, like vacation. We love going to Oregon, Portland, just to shop. Because me and my mom both love shopping. My mom is a Libra moon, Libra rising. And I would often try to manifest the things that were on my shopping list because I would be like, I don't know what it, whatever it would be, like a blazer or something. I'd be like, I really want like a boyfriend blazer. So, and then on the trip, like I would find something that's exactly what I want and at a really good price point. You know, this is like nothing deep or anything, but it's, it's cool to see that manifesting can do these things for you. And obviously, like, what you manifest has to be in flow with the universe. Like, if you're manifesting something that's, 
evil or negative and you know it's not the at the flow of the universe it's not going to happen or if it's not meant for you at that time then it's not going to happen but that's also an example of my earlier days like before I really learned about manifesting how I manifested just shopping things <laughs> into my life and I thought I would just share that with you guys I thought it was an interesting memory that I've had so yeah I feel like that's a little update on what's been going on in my life. I wanted to keep this episode very chill. And yeah, hopefully this inspired you guys in some way. If you guys are like interested to learn about Vedic astrology, please do check it out and feel free to DM me on Instagram underscore Jacqueline Sun or at Glow Radio Co. I would love to chat with you guys about it because I love astrology. And if you guys do enjoy the podcast, make sure to give it a review on iTunes. It helps more people discover the podcast. So thank you so much. Share these episodes with anyone in your life if you feel like they would benefit from them. That would be amazing. So thank you so much for listening and I shall chat with you guys in the next podcast. Love you all.